Back again for Should Have Been a Cowboy. Uh, basketball season has started. Practice is underway. Got the open practice on Sunday here in Oklahoma City. I'm excited about that. That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, I'm excited because the Thunder also start on Tuesday. Yeah, there you go. And so I'm super pumped about that. Um, but in the meantime, we have football to talk about. No, football's over. So <laughs> it is not over. However, you you sent me a text, I think it was this last Saturday, and I think it was it and it said, like, I don't mean to be I don't mean to be hyperbolic. I don't mean to give hyperbole, but I don't think we'll make a bowl. Or or I don't there's a good chance we won't. And I laughed about that until after the game when I thought about it. No, I said we won't win another game. Okay, you said we won't win another game. Okay, yeah. gotcha. I thought you said we won't make a bowl. But I, I, I was hearing about the bowl thing from people, and I thought that was silly until afterwards I thought about it and I realized we need two more wins. Yeah. <laughs> Kansas State is a must-win game. Yeah. To, to, to be able to get – it's like Kansas State and Baylor. We, th- those are those are like the two must-win games we have to win because I mean they can pull a rabbit out of the hat on one of the others. Yeah. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bet on it. No, I'm not gonna bet on them winning either of those games. Well, I yeah, especially if, if it's amazing because I, I I am way more confident at the up with OSU playing on the road than I'm at home, and that shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> that, that's true. I mean, that that should not be a thing. You, it's home field advantage for a reason. Like, um, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and and OSU like hasn't been thought of usually because I, um, at at the stadium the fans are right on top of you. It's it's it can get loud. I mean, I feel like they have a home field advantage usually, or they should. Well, it seemed uh, that way up until the last two years. Yeah, well, that, and before those two years, they could have went on the road. Right. <laughs> and last year, they went undefeated on the road and lost lost their home games, including to the team they're playing this week. Yeah. So, who who knows? It'll be it'll be interesting. But okay, there's a lot to talk about um, as far as the Iowa State game goes about what went wrong, what if if I if I asked you, I said, Andrew, what's the number one problem with OSU as far as why they're not why they haven't won, why they've only won one out of the last three games, um, what would you say? Like what was the reason they lost that game? Well the offensive line can't block air. And the safeties are too young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. The offensive line isn't doing their job at all. Um, but also, if you score forty-two points, you should win the game. Yeah, is my thought process as well. Um, with the offensive line, it's interesting because I actually thought Cornelius, like I thought Cornelius looked good for the most part. It was his best game throwing the ball. Uh, yeah, I. I mean, he's not. He's not a Mason Rudolph. He's not a Brendan Whedon. He. He's not. He's not going to be what we really want him to be. He's not like the next stud quarterback. Yeah. But he he's a serviceable quarterback, and I thought he he, he played pretty well on Saturday. Um, he threw the ball well. Um, 
my my question with the Alvin Wine is we've seen it a bunch um, with some other teams. If there's if there's a quarterback that they don't have, and I have no idea, I'm just kind of throwing something against the wall and saying I'm six. Um, could the offensive line one or even be they're not doing so as well as they could be or as, as we thought they would be at the beginning of the season um, be because they're not 100% confident in Cornelius? I mean, like like subconsciously. Because I would think if that were the case, they work harder. Yeah, yeah, but if if you're not as confident, and you don't like a lot of times, it takes a, a a quarterback coming in that has command of the huddle or that has command of the field that they feel confident, and all of a sudden they block better. Like that that kind of happened. Um, what it what it looked like with Cleveland when Tyra Taylor when like they weren't blocking for him at all. And then Baker came in, and the offensive line looked like a different offensive line. I, I mean, I, I don't I'm know. I guess saying. there's evidence that that could be the case, but I, I yeah. think if that is the case, then uh, maybe the guys playing offensive line should choose something else to do with their life. <laughs> yes, it's true, and I, I'm not saying that like that's 100% the reason, but I think I um, I recall someone mentioning that, and I thought that's an interesting. An interesting point of view that I hadn't thought of yet. Um, but yeah, I because they're 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 just not doing this. They're not. I mean, because Gumby's correct when he says Cornelius is basically running for his life. Yeah. I mean, he he doesn't always make the fastest decisions, and he holds on to the ball a little long sometimes. But oh, but if your offense is predicated on throwing a deep ball, you have to give your receivers time to get him. down there. Yeah. Yeah, so I, um, yeah, the offensive line needs to, and and we th- we thought going in that the offensive line was going to be one of the best at least since Wickline, you know. Well, individually, it looks like they have a lot of talented dudes. Mhm. Yeah, they're just not. They're just not blocking, and and I mean. Yeah, so the offensive line, so what was Cornelius? He was 19-33, four touchdowns and a pick. Um, yeah, I thought he was just running for his life back there. And they they need a block better. It's just, it's just something. It's like you, 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 got, you got to protect the quarterback. Yep. I mean, that that's your job. That and make holes for the running game. You, you just got to do not that. doing that either. No, but I mean Iowa State always does well against Justice. I think what was I don't remember what Hill's numbers were last year against Iowa State. Oh, he went no, for, a, he no, went for over hundred year, yards. No, last year had a good year. It's two years ago that he didn't do well. Yeah, two years ago kind of um, started out the same years, way that this one yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year he had a good game. It was two years ago that I was thinking that he had, he had, he had, if I recall, he had numbers kind of you can compare with this year's. Which was twenty four carries for sixty six yards, and I just want to know what happened to J D King. I don't know. I don't. I don't think, from what I've seen of J D King, he goes down a lot easier than Justice Hill does on first contact. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah. good at the tough yards and stuff, but he's not breaking anything. 
and he's not shaking yeah. anybody in the backfield. Yeah, but I, I don't think he should have zero yards or zero carries. Um, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of interested because they really starting out they gave carries amongst the running backs. It, it was varied, and really the last like few weeks, it's I like seeing justice with the bulk of them, but Hubbard had um, two carries. And um, and then yeah, Hubbard had two carries, and no other running back other than Justice got a carry. So I'm interested. To, I'm, I was interested to see them just basically go with go with Justice, and the other guys don't touch at all. I mean, didn't we all see that coming? Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I did. I didn't think that they were. I, I saw it coming that Justice would get more. I mean, starting out, he had like twelve carries at the beginning yeah. of the year, and I, I knew he would have get twelve. But I didn't think that they would basically go complete opposite of what they've been doing and be like, okay, rather than him only getting a few, we're going to give him all of the carries. I thought it would be like Chuba would get five and JD King would get. Four or five, you know, a little more um, with with um, Justin Hill doing the bulk of the carries, but the other guys doing a, doing a few more. Because um, um, JD got he got zero, and I think the week before that he got three carries. Yeah. So, but I'm not. I mean, I, Justice should get the majority of them. I'm, I'm not saying that he shouldn't. Yeah. Um, I mean, his. And his runs, honestly, his runs deserve more yardage for what he gets because he breaks five tackles in the backfield. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like almost every time he gets the ball. Yep. Well, I mean, but uh, so he his three four-yard runs are usually pretty impressive because <laughs> of what he had to do to get there. Oh, yeah. He had to run like 15 yards to get that much. Yeah, and that just goes back to the offensive line. But, yeah, and um, yeah, and and it just comes down to oh, he still scored forty-two points. I mean, it was thirty-five yeah. until the very end. They got they got the last touchdown near the end. But I mean, we can complain about the offense all day long. They still scored forty-two points. It wasn't like when Garmin was there and we and. They punted it almost every time it seems. <laughs> I mean, they score seventeen points. I mean, Tech Tech was kind of Tech. We could have blamed the offense a little bit because they had seventeen for the game. But if you score forty two points, you got to win the game. Yeah. So, yeah, and the the defense just one thing with the offense that I want to stop saying is I am a big fan of the play action pass. I like a, a good play action third and long. I do not want to see a run play. I do not want to see LSU run play action. Because, Why? Because the defense doesn't bite. Yeah. When it's like third and fifty, I think it was a third and fifteen play, or it was more than ten. They did a play action pass, and they stopped it whenever he faked the handoff, and the safeties and the defensive backs did not bite at all because it was <laughs> third and more than ten. Yeah, I mean that's an interesting point. So I mean, at that point, it doesn't really matter. You know, it's just yeah. like a, 
it's a gesture. <laughs> yeah, and, and all that does is slow the mechanics down to give the defensive line a chance to a chance a chance to sack the quarterback. I guess. So, I mean, I mean, I, I feel like if you're, I feel like if you're having trouble um, getting the ball off anyways because the offensive line just isn't blocking, you don't want to slow it up any more than you have to. Well, you might be right. Is, is I mean, I could 100 percent be wrong. I'm, I'm <laughs> I admit that I, I'm just kind of throwing, like I said, throwing things against the wall and hoping they stick. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but that, that's just my thought. I just, I'm, I like third, I like play action pass, but if it's an obvious passing down, I mean, unless it's, because it's, I mean, if it's like third and 20 or third and like extra long, obviously they're going to either run the ball or do a screen pass to hopefully get some yards. Yeah. But on those, they'll sometimes run the ball because there isn't a third and 20 in the playbook. Yeah. Um, I mean, we I mean, say that, but they have lots of fly routes that just go 50 yeah, yeah. yards. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it's also hard because Cornelius, we don't always – we don't fully trust him um, throwing deep passes. Yeah. But, but I mean, luckily with him, if he throws a deep pass and it's incomplete, it's a bad pass, it's going to be a little long. Um, so there's not going to be a defensive back there to pick it off usually. That's so, true. So, so that, that's, that's the one I guess positive about those passes. <laughs> um, so, so what was your, um, um, you were talking about the defense, you were talking about the safeties, right? Yeah. They're just getting burned mm-hmm. every time. They got burned in the Kansas game. And I think that, yeah. you know, the defense is predicated on one-on-one matchups deep over the middle. Mm-hmm. You're counting on those guys to be able to cover, and they're not covering real well. Malcolm Rodriguez has been hurt. That doesn't help. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm i excited for Rodriguez. I think he's going to be a really good player. Um, I... I mean, he he struggled. I think starting off, he struggled in his first game, and then he he had a good game. The second or third game, he played well, and I, I think I think he's going to be a good player um, in the future. So, I think all those guys are going to be good eventually. You know, mm-hmm. Colby Peel, Jarek Bernard, they're all going to be good players. Yeah. But right now, they're just they're getting hurt, mm-hmm. and a, you know the play on defense is either ending in a sack or a touchdown. <laughs> you know? I am well, yeah. I mean, it's feast or famine, basically. Yeah, yeah. Because the defensive line is getting to the quarterback, um, but a lot, but a lot of times that leaves the corners like on an island. No, that's the point. To, and yeah, and and safeties have to, and if the safeties aren't helping or aren't able to cover, right, <laughs> it's not going to go well. And it hasn't. No. That 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 is definitely true. But I don't know. It's just it, and it started out so well too. I mean, you were excited because of Jelani. Yeah. You you were pumped about that. Oh, OSU got the ball again, and I thought, okay. And I 
when I, when Oakland got the ball after um, they scored the touchdown, they got the ball again. I thought they were just they were going to go fourteen nothing and just. I thought it was they were going to demolish Iowa State. Yeah, that's what it looked like. I mean, because they're winning seven nothing, get the ball back, um, get stopped, and then Zach Steiner. I don't know what happened there. Well, he uh, dropped but, the ball. But that was just kind of like the beginning of the game for Iowa State, it seemed like. And it's funny, though, because people I – I mean, it's easy to say that that was a safety and that it was a special team's mistake. So blame the special teams as a whole. Because, I mean, I've, I've obviously seen – we can see that the special teams ha- hasn't been too special throughout most of the season. Yeah. and But but that one – like, that particular play, you can't really blame on not having a special teams, like, quote-unquote coach. Well, we, we've talked about how ridiculous this is. Yeah, yeah. But, the signer knows how to punt. Right. <laughs> because they don't have someone who – is a full-blown special teams coach. That's not the reason Steiner dropped the ball. No. I mean, that's, <laughs> he's caught that's, so many snaps in his life. He does it 99 out of 100 times correctly. <laughs> so like, I'm all for getting a coach in there and maybe to help the special teams as a whole. But don't use that, what, that play as a reason. <laughs> no. It's just it's absolutely ridiculous. A punter yeah. has nothing to do with a kick returner. They're not the same thing. <laughs> oh, like if there's a blo- if there's trouble with blocking or you're having trouble like every time with just fielding punts. Okay, you need someone to help to help them see, help them with with that or help with the schemes, the blocking schemes, and you need coaches for that type of thing. But the punter catching the ball, he's done that since he since he started punting, which was probably yeah. middle school or <laughs> right. <laughs> he just made a mistake, which was a bad mistake, obviously, but it has nothing to do with not having a special teams coach. No. So that just, that just made me laugh. I thought, are you serious with that? Yeah. But yeah, I, but yeah, when, when that happened, I was, I was beside myself. I thought that's when I thought, okay, I think we might lose this game. <laughs> Yeah, that just that just seemed like such a a play that was so out there, right? But I thought, uh, yeah, that that makes sense that that would happen. So yeah, that's that was that was an interesting game. Well, and um, here's something that they they mentioned on the radio. Yeah, Iowa State did nothing the same on Saturday than they had done the entire year coming in. I'm glad I was wanting to talk about that. I'm glad you mentioned that. They changed yeah. everything. They blitzed from places that they had not blitzed from all year long. Mm-hmm. They ran different plays on offense than they had run all year long. It was a completely different team. And I mean, they, they, they even threw in a different quarterback. Well, and Brock Purdy is their version of Spencer Sanders. Mm-hmm. He's, he was a really good recruit for them. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you hear? Well, 
Uh, first of all, it sounded like you got into your car. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you didn't. <laughs> I was I was getting ice out of the freezer for water. Like out of the little dispenser thing? Yeah, well, I opened up the freezer and, and got some ice and put it in a cup. Well, I guess when you opened the freezer, I heard the, the freezer noise, and it sounded like the outdoor Wait. noise. Here it is again. Did that sound like this? I didn't hear it that time. Oh, wait. There it now, is. Now my, head, now my head's in the freezer so you can hear. Okay, oh, I'm done with that. <laughs> <laughs> We're off the rails. <laughs> um, yeah, but you were talking about security. Yeah, he was a highly regarded yeah. quarterback. Mm-hmm. He missed a lot of his junior season because he was sick. He had mono. Oh. And uh, and so he missed – and your junior year as a football player is a big recruiting year. And mm-hmm. so he missed a lot of that year. And um, and then he did really well his senior year and started getting a lot of offers, and he stuck with Iowa State. I mean, this this is good quarterback. But they hadn't played him all year. They ran so many plays and so many looks that they hadn't done the entire season. And not that that's like a great excuse, but it's a thing. Like you prepare all week for what you think a team is going to do. And then they completely throw out everything. And it, yeah, it's jarring. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of those things that after you get used to it, you like halftime around that time, um, the OSCD, you need to figure it out and make adjustments. Right. Um, I mean, but yeah, definitely, especially at the beginning, because it's something you weren't even planning for. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, I was sad because uh, my, my, my friend Uncle Zeb didn't get to play the whole game. Man, he didn't and play hardly at all. He played, she played one drive. It was one of two. He, he, he ended the game 50% passing. Almost through an interception. Yeah, yeah, but I was I was sad because we had talked about him, and then he decided they decided, you know what, we'll go, we're going thirty. But yeah, so and then Gundy, and and then it made news this past week because who who, who do the majority of the fans want to see at quarterback? Uh, anybody but <laughs> Cornelius. Yeah, yes, but if you ask. Ninety percent of them, or maybe not ninety, but eighty percent of them, they want to see Sanders because because he's the unknown. Yeah, because we have no idea what he would do. I mean, and it's it's hard because we also don't see practice, and we have no idea if he's fully getting everything or not. Also, but, we're not professional football coaches. You know what? I think a lot of I think a lot of times people forget that. That is true. Well, we're not professional football coaches, and we also don't see the players in practice. I mean, I, I think yeah. that should give us reason to trust. I mean, I'm, I trust the coaches more often than not. Right. They are in there. Um, but, yeah, but, but, but Gandhi had said that he, he doesn't want to play Sanders because he might get hurt. Um, and because he's a freshman and they haven't be, been – they haven't been in the weight room with the Rob Glass for like two or three years. Yeah. So, so they're a little more frail, I guess. 
But my question is, do you think with that thought process, do you think Wes Lunt gets in his head a little bit with that thought process? I uh, definitely. Well, is, and you got to remember that's that kind of the reason. Yeah, that that year they they got Lunt hurt and Walsh hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's got to play into it a little bit. No, because, because I think we found out a little later that Lunt was fairly injury prone. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, yeah, I, I I think there's a modicum of truth to that. I mean, um, I don't I I don't like like any ideas I have. I don't think like that's a hundred percent of the reason, but it's that kind of in the back of his mind. Yeah. Because you know, played. Go on. Oh. I mean, whatever, man. Like, I think Spencer Sanders is going to be fantastic. But I don't think that if he plays this year, it's the difference between winning nine games and six games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing is, I don't know if that's why people really want him in because they think he's going to win more games or if it's because they think it'll help prepare him for next year. Yeah. To give him game experience. That's. That's the vibe I'm getting from when people say they want Sanders. It's one thing is to see him play because we have we we hear how good he is as a player and we can have high school highlights. Um, but he's still the unknown and he's the exciting, you know, unknown. Um, but also to prepare for next year. Yeah, um, is what it seems like. Because I yeah I don't think he's gonna win. I, I don't know if he would win any more games than Cornelius would, <laughs> quite frankly. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's a difference between a six win and a nine win, like you said. But I think it's to get him prepared for next year. I mean, it's, it's hard because with four games to play with with the red shirt, it makes sense also to just throw him out there for a game. But, like, it, it's also hard because Cornelius honestly played pretty well on Saturday. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was his best game throwing the ball. He, yeah. He hit everything. Yeah. So, if I, – I don't think you can you – could, you couldn't make the change after Cornelius played well. Now, if Cornelius comes out and has a dud, then I could say, okay, maybe we need to do something. But, I mean, people want to see Sanders. You, you can't make that change after Cornelius has a good game. I mean, that's You're ridiculous. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I'm I'm honestly perfectly fine with Cornelius playing out the season. It's, but I mean, fans are fickle, man. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> you you hate the fickleness of fans? Yes. Yeah, it, it, well, it's hard because it's basically because every because college football has so few games that every week feels like a must win. Well, I mean, it is if you're national championship contender. If you go for national championship, yeah. Um, but we but, talked about this before. You don't have to win a national championship to feel like you had a good season. Oh, no. Definitely not. I mean, really, there are only like a handful of schools that if they don't win the championship, they feel like they failed. I, I tell you what. There's like nobody's beaten Bama this year. Two or three. Well, because they have a good quarterback who's, like, the best quarterback in the nation. Yeah. And that's, because and they're Alabama and they're really good everywhere else. Yeah. Well, but that's, like, the one thing they've always needed. 
Yeah. It always it always felt like they were unbeatable and thought at least they have a quarterback who's not that great. Right. <laughs> and now that they do, it's ridiculous. And ain't nobody gonna ain't nobody gonna beat them. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna root for their. I'm gonna root for them to lose, though. I'm gonna root my heart out. But yeah, um, everybody else is playing for second. It seems like. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're playing to see who gets to lose to them in the national championship game. Right. Is <laughs> what's going on. But yeah, they're unbelievable. I oh, makes me mad. How dare they get a good quarterback? <laughs> well, anyway, that being said. Like, I get wanting to win every game. What I don't get is feeling like you deserve to mm-hmm. to have your team win every game. Mm-hmm. I point. I think I've pointed this out on here before. Oklahoma State owes me nothing. They <laughs> they owe me nothing. Yeah. If if they lose, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not indebted because the, or they're not indebted to me because they've lost. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing with me is, especially as I've gotten older, it's really, and, and we, we definitely talked about this around the OU losses, like last year's OU um, loss. I remember talking about this, but the, I want OSU to win. I do not want OSU to lose. If they yeah. lose, during the game, if they're playing like junk, I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like, this is horrible. I'm 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 not depressed, but I'm upset. I'm like, are you kidding me? Right. What What are you doing? I mean, if they're playing like junk, um, but after the game, I get over it pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, uh, <laughs> I I I'm in I'm in a a group text with friends from college, who are awesome. Every once in a while, they listen to the podcast. I hope they listen to this one. Um, every once in a while, because especially if I talk about I let them know when I talk about them. So hopefully they'll hear this one, so they'll complain about it. Um, and But they take it so seriously. I, 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 like, they go on, like, a diatribe until midnight about what's wrong with OC football. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and I... Not forgotten about the game, but I've gotten over it. I'm, I have my wife. I have a daughter. I have, <laughs> I have other things going on in my life. I have other things going on in my life. <laughs> OSU football, I have a job. OSU football is not the end-all and be-all of who I am. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do I want OSU to win every game? Yes. If they ever win the national title, I'm going to be screaming from the mountaintop. Oh, ecstatic. I am going to be – I don't – I'm probably going to be shoving it, all, it, shoving it in my, OS, my OU friends' faces. <laughs> um, I'm going to be obnoxious, and I'm going to go to say that right now. I will be obnoxious if OSU wins the national title, which is probably one reason why so many people don't want them to win. Because <laughs> they don't want me to be obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> but, but if they lose the game, it's not the end of the world. I mean, yeah, I I have other stuff in my life that's more important than OC athletics. Yeah, that's true. So, so yeah, so so we are two good people 
be doing an OC podcast. <laughs> uh, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, of course I wanted to beat Iowa State. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I definitely wanted OC to be Tech. I hate Tech. You, you know how much I despise Tech. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the second team I don't want to lose. It's OU and Tech are the top <laughs> two teams I want to beat. Because Tech is like OU light. They're almost – they're super annoying. They're obnoxious. And they got those torturers. They, yeah, they throw things. They can, they can be horrible people. They're kind of like OU, but a, a little less obnoxious than OU. I don't know. I think but, they're more obnoxious OU, than OU, but, just that OU's well, better. OU doesn't throw things. OU doesn't throw things. <laughs> That's true. So I'll give them that. They don't throw tortillas. I mean, I love tortillas. I don't know why they want to waste tortillas. Yeah, you got a point. Make, make a soft taco or something. <laughs> do, do something with the Put butter on those tortillas. <laughs> Do, do what you can do. Don't throw them. Thank you. Stop talking. And if I was playing football, I would catch it and eat one of those tortillas. <laughs> Even though I don't know where they've been because Tech fans, fans were throwing them. Yeah, that's so, true. So never mind. And wasn't it Tech that the A&M buses, um, like, four, like seven or eight years ago, put like – PCs and stuff inside the buses or on the buses was not a story. Uh, Do I don't that? remember that. Did I make or did I make that up? It sounds terrible. <laughs> As we're talking, I'm gonna look. I'm, I might have made it up, and I might just be starting a rumor right now, which is awesome. Um, Texas Tech. I'm going to look it up because I think I remember that. And then <laughs> bus. Ah, uh, yes. Texas A&M Aggies buses vandalized with manure. <laughs> who, who was it? Let's see. Hang on. Was it Tech that did it? I, I need to know if I was correct. Well, they were playing Tech. Oh, it was dog poop. Yeah. They were, yeah, it was in Lubbock, so. Yeah, I, I guess it was. You're you're right. You're not wrong. Wow. I'm shocked. <laughs> 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 you you never heard of that? No, I didn't hear that. I, I don't it was know how in 2011. It. It was in 2011. Well, so there mean, you go. I was paying attention to more important things. She's always she was doing really well that year. <laughs> Come on, there's a story <laughs> about dog poop. <laughs> you need to pay attention. <laughs> I don't have that news alert on my phone, silly. The story that shows up with the word dog poop in it, you have to pay attention. Well, I'll know that from here on out. <laughs> Put it like as a notification on Twitter or something. Yeah. I don't know if you I don't know if you want to do that. I don't want to do that at all. No. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean Tech does that and and so I mean I maybe tech is a little worse. Uh, I mean they live in Lubbock, so I, I I don't know if there's anything fun to do in Lubbock except to do stuff like that. Maybe not. From, from what it's like, that was that was kind of their send off brain them as they went to the SEC. Yeah, they're like, here's your parting gift. I understand Lubbock has a lot of restaurants. Oh, do they? I feel like I've heard that they're like the number one city in America for like restaurants per square foot or something like that <laughs> for square mile. I don't know. 
Wow. I, I think I've heard that before. Uh, and I, I, I think it was from the uh, sports information director at Lubbock Christian University. Okay. I think gotcha. he said that once because I think he was at a baseball game and people were talking about how it must be terrible to live in Lubbock and he was like defending <laughs> Lubbock. So, <laughs> wait, if your, if your defense is just we have a lot of restaurants, hey, I'm not sure it was a great argument, but it was like that's that's what they're known for. I I don't know. <laughs> like, we're not friendly people. We 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 do all we throw tortillas, but dang it, we have a lot of restaurants where we get those tortillas from. Yeah, <laughs> I guess they have a lot of they probably have a lot of Mexican restaurants, so so they can take those tortillas and make. No, right, taco man. Oh, go have one. That's too late. Too late for you. That. Are old. <laughs> yeah, um, too late for a taco. Golly. <laughs> Hey man, it's nine thirteen on Thursday night. You're done. It's, I should have been asleep at nine. I mean, I, I, my, my, I'm gonna be ready to like be retired because I already go to sleep at nine and wake up at six. Just well, there you go. And, wake, and, and Adele, my daughter Adele wakes up at seven, but I wake up at six. So I can read the newspaper before my daughter gets up. Like a physical newspaper? Yeah, man. All right. I, Good for you. Supporting yeah. local journalism. Like two, well, that was always my goal as a child. I loved reading the newspaper because my parents have a newspaper. Yeah. So I always, I my I had always wanted to get the newspaper because I just loved it reading it as a child and as I grew up um, reading the newspaper. So about a month ago, we started subscribing to the newspaper, and I've read it every day since then. Oh, good for you. So I, I basically am like an 80-year-old, I think. <laughs> so I want to go early to read the newspaper. Yeah, man. So yeah. But yeah, um, we found out that uh, OSU and, and um, Arkansas are renewing their rivalry. That was... The greatest way to announce that too, like good for both of those teams doing what they did to announce it. Did you see it? What, was it on Twitter with yes. um, Cowboys football? Yeah, they they're talking about the official yeah. Twitter accounts for for OSU and Arkansas football were like having this back and forth, and it was like you I knew what it was, but it was like you're watching yeah. it live, and it's like, this is fantastic. Good for I, you guys. I saw it, but I didn't know if that if that was in response to it or if that's actually how they announced it. Yeah, but it but, started the Cowboy Football Twitter account like tagged the Arkansas one, and it was like, "Hey, Arkansas football, what's up?" And they they responded back, "What's up? It's been too long." Yeah, how about our place in 2024? Great, you come back in 27. Done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I saw that. It was, yeah, it, it made me laugh. I I I saw it after I'd already saw an article about them renewing it. Yeah. So, so I at that point I didn't know if it was in response to that or if that's actually how they broke the news. That but was it. No, knowing that that's how they broke the news makes me even happier. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so um, basically, that what what that means is 2024 is the next one. That's in six years. So people that are like 15 or 16, man, when 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 they when they go to OSU, they can expect to play Arkansas their senior year. Yeah, 2027 is like people that are 11. 
<laughs> that made me so old because I was like, okay, 2027. Well, that's gonna... nine years away, you know? That's yeah, like... I know, but I was like, I'm... but it also doesn't feel like that far. <laughs> like, when I yeah. think about this, <laughs> but, but, but I'm going to be 43. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so that's when I thought, okay, I need to go read the newspaper. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, yeah, so twenty. I, I it's always enjoyable because in college football, you, you, when, when you do non-conference games, it's always like five, six, seven, eight years out. Yeah, and it's hilarious because people, um, like sportscasters and all of them, they will rank who you're playing in non-conference, and we have no idea how either team will be in 2024. Right. <laughs> I mean, both of them could be powerhouses. Both of them could be in the basement of their of their conferences. Yeah, well, like the boys, the Boise State game this year that was scheduled in like 2012, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's when they made that deal that they were going to play this mm-hmm. series. They've got one with Oregon State coming up in the next few years. Yeah. It's been on the well, books almost as long. The same thing as with Pittsburgh last year. Pittsburgh was junk last year. Right. Then we scheduled that game. They were winning nine games. Yeah, they were really good. So last year, if you just said this is their non-conference schedule, it's hor- you would have said it's horrible. But if you take into account when they schedule the games, is it as bad as the team? And 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 they never go back to see what the record is when they schedule this, mm-hmm. which I feel like they should. Well, that's just another reason people need to apply more logic. Yeah, never going to happen we- though. We're always throwing the lot. We're always getting logic into the podcast, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I feel like we're very logical with our thoughts and everything. Yeah, so we play K State this weekend, man. We're going to yeah. OSC. OSC is going to Manhattan. So what? What? I know you don't like to predict the game or predict. Yeah, um, how the game is going to go because. You don't want to be wrong, or you have some hang up on that. I do. It's so, a it's a weird thing. No, I don't. I can't no, really even articulate it. And so I'm not going to ask you what the score will be, or who's going to win. But what do you expect to happen? Like, give me one thing. Like, Justice will run for over 100 yards. I think he'll have a good game. Is there anything in particular you expect to see happening this weekend? I expect Kansas State to run for about 400 yards. I would 100% agree with that. <laughs> yeah. That's I don't know. Kansas State's been really bad this year, but so had Iowa State before that game last week. So, Now, do you think Kansas State's going to just do what they do, or are they going to throw some wrenches into the into their game plan like Iowa State is? I don't think they're as capable of changing what they do. Because they're basically who they, who they are all the time. Yeah. Okay. And Skylar Thompson's a good passer, and they haven't had a good passer at quarterback in a long time. Mm-hmm. So that, but he's been throwing the ball. It's not like they've been running him exclusively. So yeah. I don't think they throw anything new out there. But mm-hmm. I, I I don't know that OSU can stop what they're going to do because they haven't proven I mean, that they can stop the run at all. Gonna- 
I was going to say, quite frankly, I don't know if OSU can really stop anybody at what they do. You're right. I mean, they have a, I mean, they've had some good games, or but they, especially the last few weeks, they really haven't shown that they can stop, especially the run. Yeah. And and, and the pass. I mean, so we'll we'll see what happens. It's um, it's a good game. I'm I'm, I'm glad it's uh, eleven. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm a fan of playing at 11 on the road. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's all I got, man. Do you have anything else to add? Uh, I mean, I really am. Uh, I'm going to go to that open practice for the basketball game, basketball team on Sunday, playing at John Marshall. That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did it last year yeah. at the Tulsa Memorial. So, this year they're going to do it in Oklahoma City. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for basketball season. I saw yeah. today on I saw today on Twitter, and I want to preface this with I feel like Barstool is the worst thing that's happened to the internet or podcast. <laughs> I have I have zero respect for any of Barstool's accounts. Okay. Or them as humans. <laughs> I want to preface it with that. All right, it's a good preface. Because they're they're like like as as far as far as reporters go or whatever, they're kind of at the bottom. Okay. Yeah. You're respectful. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they put they put OSB, um, Barstool Big Twelve their account or whatever um, put um, ranked the ten Big Twelve teams and uh, put OSU as number ten for this coming season. Well, so do the coaches. And, yeah. Um, I but I I I, I was I was I was surprised because I think they'll be higher than ten. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that what Barstool said. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not paying attention because, or that they're 100% wrong because they're the very bottom as far as reporters go. But I I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I don't know what I think about I, where they'll finish in the Big 12, like because they don't return hardly anybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I mean I wouldn't put them as last. I, it was interesting because they put OSU as ten and OU as number nine. Yeah. And so that was, that was, that was interesting. I, I I mean I don't know what I I think one of the reasons I'm excited is kind of, kind of when you're excited because you even though Mason we were excited for his last year you still get excited when there's a new quarterback because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And that's that's kind of how I am about basketball season. Yeah. I think that's it's because pretty accurate. Unknown, I don't know what's going to happen. So in my mind, anything could happen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, but I'm excited. Um, I mean, the more, the longer we have Boynton, the more I like him. Yeah. He's a likable guy. Yeah. He can yeah. stay as long as he wants. Definitely. I mean, he's shown that he can coach. He doesn't get scared about Kansas. Right. <laughs> I mean, apparently he he's, he's he's ready to beat them. So that's always that's always good for a coach who isn't scared of KU. Yeah, man. Yeah. So um, I guess I will talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good. Awesome. Bye. See you.